This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Philly Sedam. Your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, May the 18th. As we come off just a, you know, bummer of a Phillies performance yesterday. You know, I should have seen it coming. Should have expected after the five and two road trip, all the hits, all the runs, that the Phillies would come home and get five hits and no runs. I, you know, in hindsight, probably the most predictable thing that could happen. Phillies lose to the Padres three nothing. Just zero fight from this team yesterday. Um, this team's inconsistency from that perspective is, is so incredibly frustrating to go into the game yesterday, leading the league in OPS, leading the league in OPS, leading the league, leading the league in slugging percentage, top five in runs and all the leading league batting average, all these categories, just, you know. A quote-unquote dominant offense by the very low standards that we have in the 2022 version of Major League Baseball. But and then and then yesterday was their ninth game where they scored one run or less. Nine, nine times, nine times. They've played 36 games, and nine times. A quarter, a quarter of their games, they've scored one run or less. A quarter of them, 25% of their games. And the other ones, they're, they're leading the league in OPS. It's just such a strange team this season, the way they're performing, I mean. Like, it is... You're very all or nothing with this team, and, and that is not a good recipe. You need a team that... that figures out how to be consistent that shows up more often than not. You can't have a quarter of the games where you don't score more than a run. And again, to, to have the momentum from that 5-2 and two West Coast trip, to have lost that last game against the Dodgers the way you did, and I know you had an off day, but to come home and no-show again, that's my problem with Joe Girardi. That's my problem with this group. There are just far too many of these no-shows. How many times can a Major League Baseball team not show up ready to play? Apparently 25% of the time is the answer. 
25% of the time this team has not showed up to play. A quarter of the games that they have played this season, a quarter of them, they haven't shown up for. It's astounding. I mean, it's unacceptable. And again, to to not be able to build and look, they could come out and win the next two against the Padres, take the series, and all's well. But man, you know, to come back from that West Coast trip, to come back with a little bit of momentum, a skosh of it, and for Eflin to go out and pitch well for you last night, and just not show up again offensively is, it's frustrating. And they're a frustrating team this year as they just can't seem to build any true momentum, you know? And and that's the thing is when you look at where they are right now and the, the amount of games they're back from the Mets, I mean... They're going to need to win six in a row at a certain point. They're going to need to win nine of 11. They're going to need to win 13 of 18. You know, they're going to have to start playing better baseball. They're going to have to start winning games in chunks. They're going to have to start putting it together with some consistency. This team is just so wayward night to night. One night they could be the best hitting team in baseball. The next night they can be non-existent. It's, it's strange. It is strange. And look, baseball is the kind of sport where you can go out one night and score 15 runs and go out the next night and get shut out. I mean, that's baseball. That's not that weird. But the, the consistency with which this team has lacked consistency from that perspective, I think is a little weird. You know, it's a little it's a little frustrating. And, you know, again, I I, I know that it's probably, at least on some levels, not fair, but I, I always come back to the manager. I come back to the placid lack of any sort of fire manager that they have who just constantly sits there with his binder in the dugout just seemingly uninterested, you know, and just a team that just can't seem to to put one foot in front of the other for a long enough time to walk, <laughs> you know, to put it simply. They just keep falling all over themselves, you know? It just, you get a few feet and then it's tripping up again and you're on the ground again and, and it's it's frustrating. Like, you know, I want to see this team show some fight night to night. I want to see this team show a sense of, of, of urgency. And, and I know it's May. It's May 18th. We're more than halfway through May now. But I think that's really, you know, when you talk about Joe Girardi and you talk about the lack of fire that you see from the guy, the, you know, kind of just low energy manager that we have felt and seen him to be over his time here. I, I think that the biggest way that's that's been exemplified in his in-game decisions outside of, you know, a lot of poor ones has been a, a consistent theme of kind of We'll get him next time feel to Joe Girardi. You know, there's just this consistent, eh, tonight's not our night. You know, it's so that you feel like Joe Girardi says that three times a week. He's like, you know what? We're only down two runs, but I'm going to bring Chris Sanchez into this game. You know, because I'm going to save my guys for a game we got a shot in. Yeah, you know, it's only a run, but you know, eh, I don't think we're winning today. I mean, it feels like he does that all the time. It feels like Joe Girardi never wants to grab a baseball game by the throat and choke it out, you know? He never wants to... Mm, there just never seems to be any urgency with Joe Girardi. There never seems to be any sense of 
importance more than the last. And the, and and that's the thing that was scary is we felt that last year in September. We felt that the year before in September. You know, you're like, oh, it's early in the season, but that just seems to be the way Girardi manages baseball games. Oh, there's always tomorrow. Well, there's not always tomorrow, Joe. There's not always another day, especially if you keep losing games, pal. There ain't going to be another day for you, I'll tell you that much. If you keep losing baseball games, this is a playoffs or bust team. That's it. Make the playoffs cool. Don't. You're gone. And you could be gone before then, as we've talked many times, but but whether or not they'll fire him in season, which, again, I think they will if they do not get on a roll at a certain point and start to put themselves in some real position. Um, but if they don't, I mean, if they don't make the playoffs, he's 100% gone. There is a 0% chance he will come back if he lasts the season they don't make the playoffs. That is as locked in as it gets. And that's why I think there's certainly a chance that it could happen in season if they don't start to really string some things together. This team has disappointed. They have. You know, they're 17 and 19. They should be better than that. 36 games into the season, they should have started to figure things out. And we thought they did with the West Coast trip. We thought they did. And then you get a stinker. A stinker like last night. Let's go through the game. Then I want to talk about some specific players than the Bryce Harper thing. Um, Eflin was great. You know, shout out to Eflin. Eflin goes six innings, gives up one run, five hits, no walks, five strikeouts. 84 pitches. I mean, Eflin was great. Not a bad word to say about Zach Eflin last night. Dude looked really, really good. His defense did not help him out at all. The run scored him. What It wasn't an error because it was a force out sec, but it could have been an error. It was a double play ball, and Bryce and Stott just dropped the ball. Tough night for Stott. Stott, he was rough out in the field last night. couple errors, you know, or at least one, but should have been two. Um, as the run counts as an earned run, but it really shouldn't have been. It was, um, could have been preventing. Bad defense, then bad defense leads the other two runs. Norwood gives up a couple in an inning, uh, a third of an inning. Brad Hand gets out of it, but Brad Hand lets the runners that were on base score. Brad Hand has a 1-8-0 ERA, but it's deceiving. He has allowed a ton of inherited runners to score. I've not been super impressed with Brad Hand. Now, I have been impressed with Nick Nelson. Nick Nelson comes in and shuts down the last two innings, no runs. He looked great yet again. Nick Nelson's been good. Big Nick Nelson guy over here. Uh, but on the whole, just not enough. The offense gives him Squata Hoskins 0 for 4. Boom, 1 for 4. Schwarber 0 for 4. Schwarber's batting 183. We'll get to him in a sec. Castellanos 2 for 4, did what he could. Gene 1 for 4, 13 game hitting streak of stolen base. Camargo gets a pinch hit 1 for 1, and that was it. Odubo over 3. Romuto over 3. Stott over 2. Quinn over 3. Nothing. Nothing. Schwarber had an error. Stott had no errors charged him, but had two plays he had to make that he didn't. It was just a really ugly night. An ugly night. And let's look at two players, I think, you know, because Hoskins has started to eat up. Bad night last night, but he started to eat up. Boehm has been really good. You know, no complaints about Boehm, Castiano, Segura. The two guys, and look, Stott has not been good, but Stott is a rookie who we didn't expect to be good. And, you know, we expected earlier, but we've, we've since changed those expectations. But the defense is, is a concern. But. You look at this team, and there are two guys right now who who are making a lot of money, um, you know, over twenty million or around twenty million plus a year, who are really, really not contributing. And that's Kyle Schwarber and, and JT Romuto. Um, now we've talked a lot about Schwarber, and we should. Um, you know, one eighty three average on the season. My man went zero for four last night with the golden sombrero. Four strikeouts last night. For Schwarbs, he was awful. 183, 288, 429. A 
288 on base percentage for Kyle Schwarber. That is bad. That is just flat out bad. Not great, guys. Not great. 288 OBP. Won't get it done. It won't get it done. Um, it's it's really bad. And he has been absolutely lost at the plate. I mean, Schwarber has looked super, super lost. And, you know, he's always started slow last year, was batting. You know, he'd gotten over 200 by this point, but it was around 200 around this point in the season last year. So, you know, look, he batted 266. He put it together, got hot, all that. You know, also had the greatest June of all time, potentially. So, you know, we wonder... I mean, we wonder. I mean, we we assume that that's not going to happen again. So, you know, what are we going to end up with? So, um, look, I get it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not freaking out on Schwerber. Again, he's always someone who has been a streaky hitter. So, you know, I, I'm not. I do feel like we're, we got a hot streak coming, but it's definitely concerning. I mean, you know, they gave him a 79 million dollar contract, you know, 20 million a year essentially to. Be better than this. I'll tell you that much. So Schwarber is a concern. It's definitely frustrating. It's nerve wracking. And, you know, you want to see someone get a contract like that and, and, and be Nick Castellanos, you know, come out and just kind of rake every night and give you something every night. Um, and obviously both have been you know tough defensively, both forced into action. You know, you were hoping those guys could platoon in left field and the other DH. And obviously the Harbor thing is, made that impossible. So, you know, you're already struggling from a defensive perspective with those guys in there. You need those guys to hit. And Castellanos has answered the bell. I mean, dude's just right. Castellanos has been a really, really nice Philly. We've been very happy to watch him play, but Schroeder's been the opposite. Schroeder's been horrible. Again, he's been really bad, and I am expecting him to turn it on at a certain point. I really am, but, you know, I, I, I can understand if Phillies fans are angry. I'm not going to continue to say, oh, don't worry, he'll heat up. He'll get there. I can't. I think he will. I, I believe he's going to, but I'm not going to poo-poo him struggling anymore because he really is, and we're over a month into the season. You know, at a certain point, figure it out. Figure it out. You know, we need more from you, Kyle Schwarber. You need to be better. You have to be better. You're better than this. You got your guy, Kevin Long's here, the guy who fixed your career, turned you into the, the guy who got that contract. Let's go, Kev. Earn your money, buddy. Let's go, Kyle. Absolutely need more because I know you can give more. I know Kyle Schwarber can give more. We saw it. We've seen it recently. Like, the dude's better than us. So we need more from Schwarber. Now, can JT Romuto give more? Yes. But I'm a lot more concerned about the long-term prospects of JT Romuto. Uh, Romuto batting 237, 302, 339. The other thing with Schwarber, he does have nine homers, which is right up there for the league lead in the National League, tied with Harper for the team lead, which is hilarious. But and so at least he's giving you that. Romuto's giving you a zip. Romuto's been awful, and he had a nice start to the season and has been just in an absolute free fall since Romuto has been absolutely terrible. Like really a, a disastrous season so far from JT Romuto. Um, I mean, if you just look at at his numbers, the last 15 days, my man's batting 216 with a 275 OBP. In the last seven days, 125 with a 176 OBP. He's been awful. He's been awful. And, you know, he's been fine defensively, but he hasn't been, you know, the the defensive whiz where we say, oh, my God, and, you know, worth all the money. That contract looks horrible. I mean, I would pay Schwerber his contract for, 10 times before I give JT the contract he got. 
bad. It's a really bad contract right now. It's looking like a um, shackle around the Phillies' neck at this point. I mean, they gave him $23.5 million a year. It's like, what, like four years left after this? Three years left after this? Not great. It is not good. JT looks cooked. He's not. I don't think he's cooked, but he has been nowhere near the player this team. I mean, Garrett Stubbs has been better when he's played. <laughs> Obviously, an incredibly small sample size. I'm not saying Garrett Stubbs is a better player than JT Romito, but Garrett Stubbs has been definitively better when he's played. JT has stunk this season. And between JT and Schwarber, you know, those are two important pieces of this lineup, two important pieces of this team, two pieces that they absolutely need more from. They absolutely need it. And they just haven't gotten it so far. It's been a consistent struggle for those guys, you know, really other than, you know, the Schwarber power and a couple JT hits here and there, you know, this team is, um, those two guys have really struggled to contribute. And they are two guys who are incredibly important to this team's success. They will not get to where they want to be if these guys continue to hit like this. They won't. And they just, they need more. You know, I mean, as good as Harper is, as good as Castellanos is, as good as Segura has been, Hoskins is streaky. You know, they just, they don't have enough without those two guys. Schwerber was expected to be a, massively important part of this lineup. Like, Schwarber was the guy they signed before Castellanos. Castellanos was the extra one where we're like, oh my God, they went over the tax. But Schwarber was their signing. That was the guy they prioritized. That was the guy they went out and got. And I like Castellanos more than Schwarber coming in. I mean, I Castellanos was the number one guy I wanted them to sign. For exactly the reason we're seeing. Like, he just rakes. Castellanos just hits. The guy just goes out and hits. That's what he does. He is just a machine offensively. And that's why I wanted him, because I knew that, that that he would just come in here and rake in the middle of that lineup and be such a fun guy to have on this team. Um, but I wanted Schwarber, too. I wasn't anti-Schwarber. I, I'm, I'm disappointed with Schwarber so far. I, I definitely expect him more. And again, I, I do expect him to figure this out and get going, but... You need to start get going soon here. It's May 18th. We're on the the doorstep of June, so to speak. You know, we're 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 there. It's close. It's time to start get going. You know, Schwarber especially. JT, you know, look, I just I don't expect it from JT in the same way. I want it, I need it, and I think JT has to be better than what we're seeing, obviously. But I can't say I expect JT to be awesome. I mean, he just hasn't been since he signed that contract. He really hasn't been since the first you know year he was here. He's been fine. Been okay. Certainly not best catcher in baseball. Remember that old thing? Yeah, no. No, no, no. Ooh. So, you know, they need more from these guys. And, and those guys are making a lot of, between the two of them, making $43 million or whatever, you know? That's not nothing. That is not nothing, and this team needs, needs more from these guys. Um, All right, one more thing to talk about before we look ahead to tonight and moving forward. But uh, Harper out of the lineup again yesterday. It looks like there's a chance he could be out today and tomorrow. We'll see. He could be in today. He could be in tomorrow. We're not sure, but still sore from the PRP injection. And, uh, you know, 
we've talked a lot about the Harper thing. I am uh, I'm frustrated. It's a shame that the way this played out, that you know he's getting this injection right in the middle of his hottest streak. I, I just don't think he's playing the field again this year. I, I don't. I don't know why, and I know you had an off day, and that's why you do it, but maybe wait till he cools down or something. <laughs> I know he needs the injection. It is important long-term and all that, but, man, I just... We know how much of a rhythm hitter Harper is. We know how much of a get-locked-in guy he is. And I just hate the idea of taking him out of that. You know, I hate the idea of, of taking him out of that when he's the hottest hitter in baseball for a week. Oh, let's give him a PRP injection. Make him miss three games. And then he has to get back in the groove. And you know what's going to happen. He's going to come back. It's going to take him a week or whatever. And this team needs to win baseball games. We're in the toughest stretch of your season. Here, here's an idea. Give him a PRP when you're about to play the Washington Nationals. Right? Why are we doing the PRP injection? The, the toughest part of the schedule all season. You miss a game against the Dodgers and a couple against the Padres rather than a game against the Nationals or the... Whoever's, like, I know he needs to get it, but can we all agree he's not going to play the field again this season? Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope he will. But I just don't feel confident in that. Like, you got a four-game stretch with Washington in a month. You've got a seven-game stretch against, Wa- excuse me, an eight-game stretch. you got five-game series in a row against Washington. So you got eight in a row against the Marlins and Washington starting June 13th. We can't wait three weeks to give him the PRP. And look, I don't know. I'm not I'm not Mr. Medical Guy. I'm not an expert on this stuff. So, you know, very easily a doctor say, no, we couldn't, idiot. You don't get it. I'd be like, you're right. Sorry. I don't know. But if you could have, if this was a decision to start the process to eventually be able to play the field again, I'd have waited. <laughs> I would have. I would have prioritized the important games, and I would have prioritized Bryce being as locked in as I've seen him. That's what I would have done. I get it. It's risky. I understand he needs the PRP. And I, again, I could sound like an idiot because I don't. Not a, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> to say a famous phrase, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I, um, I know Harper was locked in. I know he looked amazing. I know that this stretch of games is incredibly important for this team. I know that this team is seemed like they were starting to get on their first role of the season for the first time all season they won back-to-back series all season think about that it's may 18th they just won back-to-back series for the first time and they won a four-game series against the best team in the national league the dodgers is now the time is now the time to mess with that is now the time to take the heart and soul the the most important part of the whole thing out of the lineup? I don't know. I certainly don't think it was. And even if you don't want to wait quite as long, wait till June 10th and against the Diamondbacks, who've been playing well, but they're not the Brewers, the Angels, the Giants, the Mets, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Padres. I mean, those are good teams. We need these games. We're coming off our best stretch of the season, and you just take Bryce out of the lineup, and what happens? You lose the game in L.A., and you lose yesterday with zero offense. Zippity-doo-dah. Nada. You know who's good at offense? Bryce freaking Harper. (sighs) Again, look, I get it. He has to get a PRP at some point. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Like, all this stuff. I get it, but 
I don't know. You're not going to convince me that there could have been a better time to do it because this one certainly doesn't seem like it made a ton of sense from a baseball perspective. All right, back at it tonight. Two more against the Padres. Obviously need to take both to win the series. Zach Wheeler on the hill tonight, so that's the good news. You feel great about Wheeler taking the hill. He'll go up against Blake Snell tomorrow. Kyle Gibson against Hugh Darvish, and then the Dodgers come to town this weekend, and then they go to Atlanta for the Mets, and then to New York, uh, excuse me, Atlanta for the Braves, then New York for the Mets, then Giants come to town, Angels come to town, go to Brewers. What a stretch. <laughs> what a stretch of baseball. It is um, you know, a bunch of 20-plus win teams coming up. Other than the Braves, every single one of these teams has 22, 23, 24 wins on the season. So, you know, put up or shut up time. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll Bryce Harper back soon, right? I mean, wouldn't that be nice? Get Bryce in the lineup. Either way. Frustrating, frustrating stuff. They need Wheeler tonight. It's a big spot for your ace. Your ace has to go out and shove tonight. He has to. They need him. Sorry, Zach. It's not your fault. It's the offense's fault. It's the team's fault for giving Harper PFP. There are a million different things, but need you tonight, buddy. Need Wheeler to go out and dominate tonight because this team has to win this game. They have to. It's a big one. Phillies pods tonight. We'll react to it tomorrow and looking ahead to uh, day game tomorrow and then the Dodgers series after that. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.